welcome to Grandiose Grammar. I'm Aoife, a grammar enthusiast and a lecturer at Phillips University Marburg. This week, we're taking a look at mixed conditionals. So you're probably thinking, what are mixed conditionals? They are conditional constructions in which the time references do not follow the standard sequences that you learned when you first learned about conditionals. If you cast your mind back to last week, you'll remember that the zero conditional is either past time or present time related. The first conditional relates to the future. The second conditional can either relate to an unreal present or an imaginary future. And the third conditional relates to an imaginary past. When we talk about mixed conditionals, those neat and tidy categories of time disappear and the two clauses in the sentence can have entirely different time relationships. This can be very confusing because it goes against pretty much everything that you've learned about verb concord. By and large, when you create a sentence in English, there needs to be verb agreement within the sentence. This means that combinations like the past perfect and the will future can't co-occur in the same sentence. The way I like to describe these time relationships to my students is to think of the various tense and aspect combinations as time zones. Normally, when you create a sentence, the verb phrases need to agree in terms of time zone. That means they have to either be in the same time zone or they need to be in adjacent time zones. Things that work in include things like the past perfect with the past simple or the past progressive or the present perfect with the present simple but not the present simple and the past perfect because that would skip too many time zones. Let's have a look at a few examples. If I were to say, I had eaten breakfast and I feel sick, this doesn't work because the past perfect and the present simple cannot be connected like this. I would need to have either the past perfect and the past simple like this, I had eaten breakfast and I felt sick, or the present perfect and the present simple, I have eaten breakfast and I feel sick. So the second verb phrase is a result of the first. The reason that I can't skip time zones in these constructions is that it interferes with the internal logic of the sentence. With mixed conditionals, the concord or agreement in the verb phrases can be broken. With mixed conditionals, the concord or agreement in the verb phrases can be broken. To determine whether or not a conditional clause is mixed, you need to carefully examine the verb phrases in both the main clause and the subordinate clause. Type 1 conditionals can have a lot of variation in the verb phrase with combinations including the present and the future, the present and the present, the past and the future, the past and the present, the past and the past, and the future and the future. Many of these combinations are variations on the present tense and a primary modal plus an infinitive in the main clause, which is to be expected in a conditional one. However, some of these combinations are mixes of a conditional one and the conditional two. Let's take a look at some examples. If she has done her homework, she will turn it in. This shows present reference in the if clause. Her homework might be completed now. And the main clause relates to future time. This differs from a standard conditional one clause in that the if clause includes the present perfect and not the present simple. Here's another example. If she has done her homework, it will be on her desk. This is if plus the present perfect. And in the main clause, I have will plus an infinitive. This is obviously conditional one. The time reference is present and present. The if clause has a theoretical result in the present 
and the main cause is also in the present. If she did her homework, she will bring it to class. The if clause has if plus a past simple, so this is a conditional to, and the main clause includes the will future. The primary form of will here includes future time and it's definitely conditional one. So the time reference is past time in the if clause and future time in the main clause. Definitely a mixed condition. If she did her homework, it will be on her desk. If she did her homework, it will be on her desk now. If plus past simple, that's conditional two. Will be in the main clause is conditional one. The time reference is past time in the if clause and present time in the main clause, as indicated by the time adverbial now. So again, this is a mixed conditional using the conditionals one and two. If she did her homework, she will have submitted it. This is if plus past simple and will plus a perfect infinitive. So I have the second condition in the first clause and I have the first conditional in the main clause. The time reference is past time in the if clause and past time in the main clause. Note that will have is used to indicate past speculation here. So despite the fact that it might look like it's a will future construction or a perfect future construction, it isn't. It indicates past speculation here. My final example for first conditional mixtures is if she has finished her homework by Monday, she will turn it in. This is if plus present perfect and will. This is a conditional one. The time reference is future in both the if clause and the main clause. And we know that the if clause is referring to future time because of the time adverbial by Monday, which lies in the future as seen from now. When we talk about mixed conditionals, you're most likely to come across conditionals that involve types two and three being mixed. They can show quite a few different time relationships, including past and present, present and future, future and past, future and present, past and present, past and future, and future and future. Now, I'm not going to look at examples of each of these today. I'm going to just take a look at three different combinations that show up fairly frequently. So of these combinations, the future and the past and the past and the future totally break the Concord rules, but are still grammatically correct. Here's an example. If I had studied harder, I would pass the exam. This is if plus the past perfect, which is conditional three. And the main clause has would plus an infinitive, which is conditional two. The time relationship in the if clause is the past. And in the main clause, the time relationship refers to the future. So this is an unreal or hypothetical condition. You didn't study harder and now you anticipate failing. Here's another example. If I had saved more, I would go on holiday. If plus past perfect is a conditional three and would plus an infinitive is conditional two. The time relationship in the if clause is the past, but the main clause relates to the present. You didn't save more money, so you can't go on holiday now. This is an unreal or hypothetical condition. My final example for today is if I did five hours of exam study Every week, I would have studied for 70 hours by the end of the semester. If plus past simple is conditional two, would plus a perfect infinitive is a conditional three. So both of these clauses refer to the future. Again, this is hypothetical and probably counter to your expectation. You don't actually believe that you'll do five hours of study every week. 
when we have combinations of the second and third conditional, we're usually looking at unreal or hypothetical conditions. That was a lot for you to take in today. The most important things that you need to remember are mixed conditionals can break the verb concord rules that must be applied in other situations. To determine the type of conditional, you need to know the patterns for the regular conditionals and then examine the verb phrases in both clauses to determine whether they follow a regular pattern or whether they're mixed conditionals. Once you've figured out the verb pattern, you can determine the time relationship of the clause and whether you think it's a real or an unreal condition. If you have a question you'd like me to answer, feel free to contact me via the contact form on grandiosegrammar.com or over on Twitter. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next episode.